Welcome to Jays from Home. I am Matt Gower, as always, and as always, I am joined here by my brother, Steve. Hello. Uh, I guess not as always. Uh, I do I do take some time off because of uh, extenuating circumstances. Yes, uh, you do. You do. When you do join me, though, you are always joining me. Though. You are yeah. always with me when you join me. I guess that's true. Yes. Uh, just to... Just to, 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 to be specific, I suppose. Um, I guess uh, we always start off the show telling people to uh, remember to follow us on Twitter at Jays from Home. Um, yeah, you can you can find our weekly poll there, which uh, we have some results later on in the episode to talk about. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, and and there will be absolutely nothing to talk about this week uh, at all. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Nothing has nothing, nothing has happened. happened this week. Nothing happened this week. Um, yeah. Um, so, uh, I guess we'll, 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 let's take it from a day by day result going through the week last week. So, um, the Jays started the week, uh, with an off day on Monday. Um, most of the coaching staff, um, I'm not sure about the players, but I think all the coaching staff, from what I understand, uh, attended the, the, the funeral, uh, for Bud Budzinski's daughter on on Monday, so uh, that was a, a good good timing for them to have the off day. It was a tough day for them as well. Yeah. Um, and um, then they were right back in the into the mix, uh, facing off against um, the Phillies uh, starting on Tuesday. Yeah, and uh, and they got a a pretty good win, uh, four to three. Uh, and I'll, I'll just start off by saying I actually watched most of the games this week because uh, we didn't play softball at all but uh i i i think partly i was just, uh i was sleeping through part of it but uh this one i i saw for sure i think romano got the save in this game right i do not remember it's quite quite possibly but the the you're you're burying the lead here the key um factor about going going into this game um oh i like your cough button there um going into this game um was uh the uh phillies were without four important players uh, oh yeah in the lineup. that's right um jt rail muto alec bohm uh kyle gibson and aaron nola uh were all unvaccinated and not um and chose not to uh, join their team uh, on the trip to uh, toronto so that that those are some 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 key uh players up until this point i think tenor hauk was the the most significant player Oh no no sorry I'm Robbie Ray of course Robbie Ray and Tanner Hawk were, were the most yeah Robbie Ray was series. like not officially uh, on the restricted his, list they, they worked his his start uh, so that he wouldn't have to go to this to the uh, to Toronto but like it's there's different there's different rules with starting pitchers as far as um, which games they're not activated for it's 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 a, a little complicated but anyways Aaron Nola and Kyle Gibson both starting pitchers for Philly uh didn't make the trip and JL Real Muto they're th- one of the best catchers in the league didn't make the trip so so their absence uh, I think made a big made a big difference but the Jays have to uh, take advantage of, of that for sure so yeah they won 4 to 3 Jose Barrios had a had a wonderful outing he pitched very well that day he's uh, uh, he threw 6 innings only gave up 3 runs Griel had a monster day that day too he went yeah four. yeah yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm agreeing. No, what I was going to say too is that um, on I, I'm sure we'll get into more of this later, but uh, the the opposing players who didn't come up to Toronto, they really doubled down on uh, on the really That's dumb right. statements about uh, the vaccine requirements. Yeah, Real Muto has a team of doctor friends that uh, he uh, he consulted um, and um, yeah. I, I was listening to um, uh, uh, effectively wild and Cal Gibson bl- initially blamed his his not being able to take the vaccine on some like um, medical condition um, but um, some sort of ulcer I think he said ulcerative colitis mean it meant that he couldn't absorb the the antibodies properly or something but that was just a lie <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sure. Um, well, so you'd think, though, after winning on Tuesday that, uh, you know, everything with the Blue Jays would be really nice going, uh, you know, nice rebound from a bad road trip that everything would, would be going think that, swimmingly. Yes. 
you would think that. Yes, yeah. well, but 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 record scratch. Something happened on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, um, the uh, the the negative. All all the negative fans got their wish, and Charlie Montoya was fired. Yeah, um, and and you you broke the news to me while I was out on a walk, and and like I said to you, that was some very baffling news. But look, in in hindsight, I was watching that game on Tuesday. I don't know if you noticed the same thing as me, but like. Montoyo just seemed kind of withdrawn and not really engaged in the game. Um, that being said, I wasn't totally engaged in the game. Chris yeah. and I were having conversations and stuff while we were watching, but uh, it just didn't seem like he was he was kind of that engaged in the game. I don't know if that was that just... was that also the game um, where uh, he went through with a coach's challenge and Vlad was trying to tell him not to do it because that's right. That, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. If that, I don't think that directly had um uh, <laughs> that's the conspiracy theory no no uh well maybe we'll, we'll we'll talk about it um after we recap the week there are, there are lots of theories going around as to why he was fired but uh yeah he was fired on wednesday um and john schneider was named interim coach and i guess just like we said about the funeral like the timing for the funeral kind of made their the fire delayed the firing a little bit because I think what they really wanted to do was was fire him after that terrible West Coast trip uh, last week. So yeah, Montoya was fired on Wednesday, but the Jays came out with a strong effort. They won eight to two against the Phillies. Stripling pitched very well, and Teoscar hit two home runs. So so uh, yeah, yeah, and and um, no, you know what? Let's let's go through the rest of the results because I I was going to give you my. Uh, my home run, but uh, let's uh, let's finish Look, through the results. So uh, Thursday, the Royals came into town. Some of them, yes. Um, yeah, they. I think <laughs> what is it? Ten players stayed behind. Yeah, just when we thought that the Phillies had a large contingent not uh, attending the game, it was announced that the Phillies had ten players who uh, chose not to be vaccinated and were, would not make the trip, and some key players too: Andrew Benintendi. Um, Whit Merrifield. Whit Merrifield. Um, I think he was. I, I'm paraphrasing here, but basically he was saying like, I um, this team isn't winning. I, you know, if if I'm traded to a contender, I'll consider getting uh, getting uh, vaccinated. Yeah, but yeah. For now, yeah, yeah. So, so just some some terrible. Some terrible takes coming from from, from players these days. Um, you know, I've been talking in previous weeks about how how you know people like Liam Hendricks are are really like stepping up and 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 standing up for people. Uh, this week was not a good good week for for players uh, speaking their mind. <laughs> no, and um, that's the, that's the thing too is that in all of this stuff coming out, they've really limited the teams that uh, they can be traded to because I think even like I think there was something about the the Yankees might have said that they're not going to trade for some of these players on the Royals because they would have to. Uh, deal with the vaccination status and all that so it's like they're really painting themselves into a corner uh with all these statements well maybe they really really love kansas city barbecue i don't know <laughs> but anyways the, uh, the, the 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 on thursday the jays actually lost to um a contingent of omaha St- storm chasers and kansas city royals uh three to one um i don't really know why what happened with that game um yeah. they did debut a new batting order which really didn't make a difference but the, the but maybe that's just um the, the interesting thing about this batting order was is just that you know it's a little difference from john, john schneider to uh from charlie montoyo he he uh put vladdy in the two spot Kirk in the three spot and Bichette hitting uh, cleanup. So, so that was just a little tweak, just an interesting tweak. Because I, I would much rather see uh, Vladdy hitting second because he gets you know the most at bats in that position. Well, it sounds just like a, it sounds like too that it's it's going to stay this way for a while. Like I remember last year, um, the, they messed they played with the lineup a little bit last year too, but it only lasted for like a game or two. But it sounds like they're actually going to let this ride for uh, the next little while probably even after they come back from the all-star break um yeah so i think it's, so it's, i think they need to do that to actually have like a good reflection of whether it works or not well yeah, well i think um you the, the 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 um common thinking now is you make your you put your best hitter in the second spot and also like having having like kirk uh in between uh, Vladdy and Bichette just mean and and Hernandez as well uh, means that they they want him to see more pitches and and see see more p- balls to hit so that's that's the strategy behind that as well as well as getting him a lot of at bats. Um, I, I I I forgot what I was going to say. 
but uh, yeah, the the I guess it was just interesting that they debuted that lineup. Well, I don't know what I was going to say. I think you were talking about them tweaking the lineup last year. I think it like they were just trying to like get a little spark during some 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 dead bat periods. That's and it wasn't really a, a big a big thing. Um, but yeah. Anyways, so Friday they beat the Royals eight to one, easy victory right there. Yeah, that was uh, that was a pretty good game. It, it reminded me like they played a little bit more like the Wednesday game. Um, I, I think Wednesday they they did a lot of running and uh, and they got some timely hits. And I think uh, I don't I think Teoscar got uh, a home run, two home runs in the Friday game. I think that um, was... I'm not. I don't remember. Oh right? no, that no I, that that's in the Wednesday that, game. That was but the Wednesday. Teoscar game. still was hitting like all this. This week he's been hitting very well. Um, he's been on a tear. I think you know Thursday game was the exception, but uh, well, they they're gonna not hit. They're not gonna like you know go four for four every night. But um, you, you know, I think you're right about running. Like I, I noticed Bichette running a little bit more. Wasn't there like I think there was like a he he stole second, and then there was like a a, a, a call upstairs to 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 see if he was safe, and he turned out to be safe. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. So so yeah, they, they I think they are running a little bit more. I don't know if that's a coaching thing. It might just be like, like just I mean, Montoya might have might have employed the same same idea to kind of get their their uh, legs moving and, and get more engaged in the game. I don't know. Um, but yeah, Saturday. Did you watch Saturday's game? Yeah, um, I I missed part of that because uh, again sleeping. But uh, I saw the, the important parts of it, uh, which would be the uh, the the last few innings of the game and and the 10th inning in fact where everything it it looked like it uh, was going to fall apart at the end of this game yeah i i was listening to it and i once the royals scored i was i was i was very worried um but uh vladdy was the hero uh oh no teoscar was the hero vladdy, nope, vladdy it was got a teoscar yeah ten- yeah, it was Teoscar. Yeah, Vladdy got a double to uh, to kind of get on base, and and uh, Teoscar uh, batted him, and and Ramel Tapia scored the the winning run. So it was it was an exciting game to even even to listen to. So so yeah, that, that was in ten innings they won six to five. Yeah, and um, that's actually you mentioned Tapia. He's uh, he's been quietly uh, putting up uh, uh, some pretty good numbers. Like not not like overly impressive, but. Uh, He's been a very good supporting player, which which is where what he's supposed to be doing, as opposed to where he was at the start of the season when he was playing every day. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, so today, the Jays are finishing up the series and heading into the All Star break at noon um, because they're playing um, in in the states. They're airing this game on the on the Peacock Network, which has like the early uh, starts. Okay, so, I was uh, wondering why it was changed to a noon start. So we're 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 just recording this under the wire um, uh, as 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 this game is is starting, but uh, yeah, but we, we we in in Canada we do get that on. on okay, Rogers. I was gonna ask you that because I I wasn't hundred percent sure if, uh, if they were still airing it. Like I thought I saw them um, advertising uh, or promoting the the eleven thirty start time on Sportsnet yesterday, but uh, I, I wasn't hundred percent sure because I know Apple we they definitely don't we don't uh, get those ones. No, no, those are are exclusive to Apple. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. What is what do you want to start with as far as like home run strikeout? Okay. Um, well, let's see. Let me pull up my my information here. Um, I'll start with the the strikeout. I mentioned this earlier when we were talking about Charlie being fired as uh, the the Fairweather fans turning on the team. Um, these are all, like I mean I I try not to I generally try not to pay too much attention to to all the negative fans but this is like the uh the twitter echo chamber or the ones on reddit that are like you know as soon as the blue jays go down a run they're like oh this that's it i'm you know the season's over uh sky is falling type of thing um and and even they were even out in the um you know saying this kind of thing in yesterday's game when it wasn't even over um, and the Blue Jays uh, ended up winning that game. But, but even after winning, I saw comments like, well, good job winning against a double-A team. Uh, you know, you almost triple lost a, that one. A. Come on, come on. Well, yeah. um, no, but but I think I think you're right. Like the, 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 the sad, unfortunate 
um, um, reinforcement of Charlie Montoya's firing for for these uh, online, I'm going to call them trolls, not fans, um, is is is, un, is is definitely unfortunate. And I kind of feel like I've, I've mentioned this on Twitter a lot. I think that like first of all, they don't they don't pay attention to the team on a on a long term. Uh, kind of basis and i don't think they actually follow the team they no. follow hashtags they follow hashtags like you know like this is this is not um you know like it's easy to to jump on 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 top of the the blue jays for not playing well when you don't pay attention to them and you don't really know baseball because like it's been you know this week there's been so many people talking about charlie montoyo so many different opinions and so many different um just so, so so many different things to to say about this, and one thing to remember is like you know like this is and and Mark Atkins said this himself. Um, this is on the management team for firing him because it's it's not just like it's not about firing the manager because it, it, sure the team's not performing well, but it's it's the bullpen and the pitching that needs to 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 be improved, and a coach cannot do that. He he has to play. With uh, this is an inside joke between me and Krista, but he he has he he has to play with the tools he's giving. He, he they're not just going to hand him the Glenn Gary tools. Um, <laughs> you you understood that one too? Uh, maybe. <laughs> Watch Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, and you'll you'll understand. Um, but yeah, and I, I think it was more. Um, we're gonna we're gonna get into the Charlie Montoya stuff now. I think it was more um, uh, an issue of two things. Number one, and we nobody knew this. And, and if I, I would recommend everybody to go back and listen to um, Andrew Stoughton's podcast because Nick Ashburn made a really good point. Um, the there was all this inkling coming about out about how Charlie Montoyo lost the room, lost the players, um, and and Nick Ashburn made a really really great point saying that like it's really hard for reporters to go up to like especially like players who um need to be um have a, have a translator with them to 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 interview properly it's really hard to kind of say something off the record to uh, a reporter um in that situation where you're talking through somebody so mm-hmm. so um you know the local reporters for sure um, aren't going to get the full story. Um, there was a, a, a tweet that came out about someone in, from Seattle saying, oh, it was evident that the, the Jays had lost the room. But it's a lot easier um, for someone who's not connected to the team and doesn't have those those relationships with the players to kind of um, just kind of get into that story and, and, and get in there. And it was also like the low point of the season that and, and, th- yeah. and, and were coming out at that it's, point. It's a little disappointing, though, to hear all that stuff coming out. But it is... It is. Uh, I think that's common in sports, though. Like you, that kind of thing. Like as soon as uh, someone is is fired, like you hear all the negative stories coming out, and it's kind of I yeah. think partly to help spin things towards whoever's taking over. Um, well, Bo Bichette came out uh, pretty uh, strongly. Well, not strongly. Like a pretty. Uh, there was a, like he was the only one who kind of put his name behind it where he's saying like you know I forget exactly what it was but it was he said it was time for a change yeah. um the other factor of, of of the firing I think though was that they didn't want to lose John Schneider um oh yeah was, that that came yeah. up too they, there were I think I've, I've heard lots of stuff saying um you know he'd be up for jobs around the league so that yeah, exactly. they didn't want to lose him and and, um, and he yeah. he like grew up with this uh, this roster. They came of age with these guys, and and you know like he's he he was their coach in the minors, and he's going up with them at every level. So so you know um, maybe another an, an, a third a third factor upon that is just that maybe Montoyo isn't uh, a uh, you know he was more of a stopgap before like they they found like a a championship kind of style yeah it's it's interesting though like i I felt like lack of a better term i felt like montoyo this year his attitude changed a little bit compared to previous years in terms of his coaching like i don't i'm fiery fiery, yeah but getting thrown out of games i guess it wasn't enough to to save his job but do you think they're going to stay with schneider after this year or are they gonna yes i think he's there he's their their full-time uh, manager and interestingly, I'm, I'm going to give a shout out to uh, Blue Jays' dad on Twitter for this one. He posted a um, uh, an older um, link uh, for Major League uh, from for Major League Baseball. Um, their bench coach Casey Candale. I'm not sure exactly how to, how to um, pronounce that, but he's like a baseball lifer. They brought him up from from Buffalo, but yeah. I think that his mother or grandmother. Um, was the inspiration behind the A League of Their Own uh, movie uh, kind of storyline? Oh, okay. Because his, cool. his his mom, 
and sister are Canadian uh, too as well. And, and, and they were the kind of inspiration behind the two char- main lead characters in a league of their own. So that's, that's interesting. All right. Um, did you, did you mention your strikeout? I have not yet. <laughs> um, so yeah. What is your strikeout? Well, I'll, I'll go, um, I'll go with uh, the unvaccinated players as my. I have two strikeouts. No, I don't have a no decision. I have two strikeouts today. Um, my unvaccinated players is my strikeout um, because we're talking about the Jays wanting to um, needing to trade for more pitching help. Well, um, players like well, he's not a pitcher, but like it was evident this week that how many players are unvaccinated and how many players are off of the table for the Blue Jays as an option. Um, people say like. You know, like, oh, the Blue Jays have an advantage because players can't make the trip with the team, but they, they have a disadvantage because they can't trade for these yeah. for a, a left a lefty a strong lefty bat and Andrew Benintendi who is an outfielder. They, they they could have that would have been a prime target for the Blue Jays, but he's off the table because he's not he chooses not to be vaccinated. Um, so that's my strikeout. It's just unvaccinated players because it's just taking it makes it makes the front office's job even harder. And I wonder if that that factored into. Um, the the timing of Charlie Montoyo's firing as well. Um, you know, maybe did they have an inkling that Benintendi was was unavailable? Like, did the did the Royals like the they, the Royals released their their unvaccinated list after Montoyo was fired? Um, but it's just interesting how like all the timing works out because like the messaging kind of supports the timing of of firing Montoyo. Now maybe I'm getting a little bit conspiracy theorist I, here. But. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure exactly the how you're linking the unvaccinated players to Montoyo, but um, well, the timing the what, timing of 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 like the the messaging's it, people are are I, the people who follow the Blue Jays are very well aware that the that pitching um, is a need. For, for the Blue Jays, but they can't necessarily trade for pitching. So right now the move is to, you know, shake up the team and and fire the manager. Oh, okay. I get, I get you. Um, yeah. One thing I did notice, though, is that um, at the beginning of the year, when they first, when the narrative about the uh, adva- so-called advantage for the Blue Jays came out, a lot of reporters were uh, basically siding with the story, saying that the Blue Jays were ha- had this unfair advantage. But I noticed that uh, that... It seems to be only the players uh, pushing that forward now. Like the 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 media is is kind of like kind of realized that the Blue Jays aren't um, aren't aren't they don't have this this so called advantage. I think they're seeing that uh, that that was just a really silly narrative to try and follow. Yeah, it was Buster only. I think who had the big kind of. Um big big platform that who was the biggest person to, to to talk about that and i think it was yeah it was very sensationalistic i think is the uh the key word there yeah um well i had a i had a no decision but it was kind of weak so i'm, I'm gonna skip it um but i i will say um no, I want to hear. I, I, we 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 can't judge ourselves. No, no, on, no, no. no. On, on, I I have a better I have a better thing to to okay, cover. Okay. It was it was more. Um, this I I wouldn't. What what would I call this? I don't know. Base hit. Um, it's just kind of a neat factoid that uh, th- that came up in the. I think it was the Friday game. Uh, okay. The one where Granky was pitching. Mm-hmm. Um, they they mentioned on the broadcast that uh, both Vlad Senior and Vlad Junior faced granky uh oh yeah interesting and and i think uh vlad senior hit at least one home run off of granky so i thought that was a pretty cool factoid and and i thought that was a a highlight of that game specifically they also mentioned the ages of many blue jays players when (laughs) yes that granky exactly exactly and (laughs) and um the the other part of it too is that i i guess it's sort of a uh a home run in the sense that uh um, I had written this down earlier, but I, I deleted it. But um, just seeing Granky's uh, reactions to all the hits off of him was uh, was quite amusing, enjoyable. Uh, he's a he's game. a fun player to watch, and I think that his career is definitely coming to an end soon. Maybe even this year, because I think he mentioned something that he didn't want to have a he didn't want to be traded this year. I think he mentioned, and it's he's only signed a one year contract, so this could be the last we're seeing of 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 one of the most entertaining baseball players uh, in 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 the past twenty years, Zach Greinke. Yeah, well, um, I I also forgot that he started out on Kansas City. So thank you to yeah. the Sportsnet broadcast for reminding me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, he's played for a lot of teams over the years. <clears throat> um, okay. So what were you going to go with? What were you going to go with? 
Well, what my no decision or my home run? What? It, what? Well, was was that what it was? I don't even know. No, no, I'm, no, I'm no, lost no. now. Well, I, I I'll I'll go to my home run, which was uh, Teoscar Hernandez, who had the the strong game on Friday and the walk off base hit on Saturday. Um, I I just think that you know I'm I've always been a a, a Teoscar fan, and mm-hmm. uh, I think he I'm very happy that he's finally back to his usual form and that I know it took him a while because of the injury, but uh, it's good to see that they have another strong bat back in the lineup. So that's yeah, uh, and, and what, that was my home run. Definitely. And when you look at that um, slightly readjusted lineup, like Springer, Vladdy, Kirk, Bichette, Hernandez, that is scary for pitching to, to, to look at when they're all, when they're all swinging. And then, and then you add on uh, Gr- uh, Lourdes Gurriel Jr. Who's, 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 Batting over three hundred right now, and and Matt Chapman has sort of is starting to find oh, his yeah, power stroke as well. That's uh, so. I unfortunately, missed uh, missed our episode last week just because uh, of timing. But that I was going to mention Chapman last week too as as a home run. Uh, Chapman's been uh, tearing it up recently too. Like he hit, did he hit only one home run this week so far? I, I'm not sure. I don't, uh, he I hit a have... pretty big home run, anyways. Uh, against he, well, yeah, he hit one home run against the uh, Royals in the loss. I think actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Mm. But either way, like he's he all year, and and I know that uh, all the the people following this team, the reporting on this team, have been saying like he's hitting the ball hard. He's just running he has into to. some bad luck, and I think yes. finally that's that's shifting the other way, and he's getting his hits. So uh, it's good to see. Yeah, it's nice to see some 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 luck go the other way. Um, so I guess it's all on on me now. Um, I'm going to go with my bonus strikeout because um, this has been um, All Star. We're leading into All Star uh, the All Star break, um, and my bonus K is the futures game for a couple reasons. Um, it was air. It aired on Saturday night. Uh, but it did not air on any Canadian streaming services. It only aired on Peacock, so did not have a chance to watch it. So that's 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 part of the strikeout. The other strikeout is that part. Of, the other aspect of it is the fact that the Major League Baseball just decided to schedule it in the middle of a bunch of just baseball games, <laughs> where they could have they could have they could have made it a showcase event and put it on like normally they have Sunday night baseball. Put the young players, the young future stars, uh, the young, young prospects. On in, on like a national level and and put them on on TV like they're airing the MLB draft instead and really there's not a, like other than seeing players put on hats there's not a big payoff to um, watching the draft because you're not going to see these guys for like three years after yeah I, I think that that's the thing like you know NBA draft NFL draft NHL draft like those are huge deals because mm. um, you know people are way more familiar with these players but I think. You know, unless there's like a really huge big name that people should recognize in baseball, like I don't know anything about the players in the draft. Like, and a lot the biggest of them... name that I know is is Andrew Jones's son, Drew Jones. Uh, <laughs> oh, there's two names: Drew Jones and Kumar Rocker. Those those two players will get drafted in the first round. That's all I know. I mean, I mean, and that second name I've only heard in passing, just because I I must have seen it on Twitter just randomly. But well, he pitched that, in the Frontier League because he 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 was dra- drafted by the Mets last year. Kumar Rocker was drafted by the Mets last year. They they checked his 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 medicals and decided not to sign him. So he basically like he he pitched four years in college and then became uh and and then just went back into eligibility for the draft and was pitching in the Frontier League uh, to kind of recoup his his drafts. And see, that's that's the yeah. other thing is that a lot of these players they may not necessarily get signed by by the team. So it's like I I don't I think that the I mean, the the weird thing, too, is that baseball does its draft during the season, whereas all these other leagues, yeah. they do it after the season. I so, think yeah, I, I think... Function... Uh... Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I, I think that, you know, all the, that to say is that I agree that that is a, an odd choice to showcase the draft in in place of, you know, a futures game. Yeah, and I've heard many writers complain. <laughs> Last year, they had it on the same day. They had to do a lot of running around. But I think the I think that the function of the draft being in June is something to do with um, college baseball and scouting. But yeah, it should be it should be an off season thing because we need something to kind of we need we need things to dream about uh, in the dead of winter. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so my 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 home run though. We're, let's let's turn this around. Let's turn this around. My home run. Uh, and we're going to lead this into the weekly poll. My home run is the are the Blue Jays all stars. Uh, we have who do we have? We have Kirk, we have Vladdy, we have 
uh, Manoa. And now we have we had Springer, but he's he's going to take a well needed rest. And now, uh, 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 thanks to an injury from uh, Jose Altuve, we have Santiago Espinal as an All Star this year. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, he was just named on the weekend. Um, so you mentioned the weekly poll. Um, so you asked which Blue Jays player got snubbed from the All-Star game, and the options were Espinel, Gosman, Gurriel Jr., and uh, Jordan Romano. Um, I I voted for Espinel, actually. Um, but, Turns out uh, you were right. But when Turns I, out you were wrong. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess he wasn't snubbed after all. But um, when I voted, there, I think the voting was uh, equal. And, um, mm-hmm. I, I, and so I, I retweeted and I thought maybe... You know, does that mean they were all snubbed? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm curious um, because of, this kind of got buried by the Montoyo news. I'm curious who, if there were more people paying attention to, to All Star news, what um, kind of numbers we would see. Um, Gossman was the ed, edged the it a little bit. I, I, I don't think that Gossman is an All Star. I think people are are looking at his overall numbers. He's had some just some bumps in the road lately. He's been a very like. Jay's pitching staff has been very strong. They they actually are in the top five or six um, in the league in quality starts, starts, which is I think like six innings without uh, taking a loss or something like that. Um, but I my my pick was actually Lourdes Gurriel Jr. Um, and maybe I was wrong about that because I, I wasn't really factoring in the fact that uh, the other outfielders in the game. I was just thinking just on his own merits. Uh, oh, okay, I, yeah. I I think that Gurriel Jr. is. I, I would say he's not an all-star only because he's very streaky. And I, I think, like, when he's good, he's he's very good. But then he's not, like, consistently very good. But I, I don't know. Well, he had a very hard, rough start to the season. And he completely turned it around. to Like, he was batting under 200 or something. And he's now over 300 and, 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 and hitting very consistently. And, and he also, he's just a fun player to, to, to watch play. So, so as, as from a fun factor... You know, uh, Pina Power and all that stuff. He would be a fun player to to see the game. But it's also just nice that uh, Santiago Espinal gets kind of the the recognition for his. He's having it like him and Springer. Um, I think were the are the two most and Vladdy too. I guess uh, are the two and Kirk. <laughs> are, they're all very consistent. Uh, you know, they 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 they. Um, in, may, maybe Vladdy um, and Kirk had a bit of a, a rougher, uh, rockier start to their seasons. Um, so, uh, like Springer and Espinal definitely are the models of consistency on in this lineup. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, well, you have uh, you have a follow up question here. I didn't. See oh, this that's one right. Earlier. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, I added this in there. So, of all, of the Blue Jays All Stars, so we have let's let's list them up. We have Vladdy, Kirk, uh, Santiago Espinal, and Alec Manoa. If you could pick only one to represent the Blue Jays, uh, who would it be? Um, I I would I would pick Manoa based on this year. Um, I think, yeah, I'm going to say Manoa, but that depends on the question, though. Like, are you saying which player best represents the Blue Jays as a team, or which it one depends is on the, what your interpretation. Whatever your interpretation of the question is. Well, um, I, I, I'm going to go with Manoa then, in terms of like who's the all-star the team this year uh if you know you had to send one the best player on the team uh mm-hmm. the then i would say manoa for me um maybe it's just you know like i'm teaching the kids how to share so i'm just thinking about fairness and everything i might pick kirk uh just because i don't know if he's going to see another opportunity um to to, to make an all-star team uh, he's having a just a, a kind of a magical season, I would say. And Manoa, I think he's got a lot of all-star games under his belt. Uh, so, the, so, so that for that reason, fairness sharing, I, I, I would go with Kirk. And also, just he represents like Manoa is a good representative uh, of the fun Blue Jays. I think Kirk is too. I think Kirk is a very fun uh, player to watch baseball. So, so, um, and then also, you, you can't go wrong if you if you were to pick Vladdy as the ultimate Blue Jays all-star. Yeah, I guess I would say um, it, the my follow up to my answer would be if if you were to ask which player would best represent the Blue Jays uh, at the All Star Game, I would say Vladdy. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, that would be giving that's that's hedging my answer. So I'm sticking with Manoa as my answer. So okay, um, well, we'll, we'll, we will keep you to that answer. <laughs> so uh, I think we've actually covered quite a lot of these uh, Jays notes already, but um, yeah. There were I, some some players who returned from injury this. Yeah, past Jansen week. is back, and he's been he's been okay, I think. 
Yeah, and but as a result, Moreno was sent down to Buffalo, which I think um, uh, that this was behold before the whole. Like this is Monday, I think it feels like like so far away that this this happened. Yeah, Jansen was activated on on Tuesday. There, I've seen like t- tweets and stuff that like the Jays' record when Jansen and uh, and Kirk are catching is 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 like over like close to six hundred. Um, and Marino just needed some some regular at bats in Buffalo, so that's why they sent him down, uh, which is which is fair, I would say. Um, you know, you, you, they're they're trying, as evidenced by the firing of Charlie Montoya, they're they're trying to to make noise in the playoffs, not just make the playoffs this yeah, year. And, for sure. and you need you need you need your 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 guys to step up and 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 be in those big roles. Yeah. Now speaking of the playoffs, this isn't a Jays note, but I I think. I did want to cover this, uh, at least in passing, but uh, you, your note here, don't underestimate the Orioles. Uh, they were, I don't know if, if the streak was snapped, but they were on it a 10-game. It was snapped game, yesterday. Yeah, they were on a 10-game win streak. And I think at one point, I don't know if it's still the case, but uh, every team in the AL East had a had a record above 500. Yeah, uh, let's just do a quick check and see and see if that's still the case. But yeah, the, th- thanks for bringing that um that one up there, but I, I think that people, yeah, everybody's still above 500 in the in the AL East. That um, is uh, that's pretty crazy. I don't yeah. think that's going to last because they all play each other. But uh, yeah, it's it's uh, quite the accomplishment to have one division with all the teams above 500. For sure, um, you'd think that this, that would be like maybe the, the the West or the Central, not the not the AL East. But I think that people are are. Um, like you can't underestimate the Orioles as an opponent, but I think that they are kind of one of those teams because they're made up of former Astros front office guys. They're one of those teams where they have a plan and they're going to stick with the plan. So they're not going to like buy all these players and try to make a run for the for the wild card. They're 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 a smarter front office than that. Um, so so I don't think that we're going to see like a, a loaded up. Orioles team that that are that are um, kind of <laughs> nipping at the at the heels of the of the Blue Jays, but uh, I, I think that uh, I, I don't think that they're going to make a run for the wild card. They, they, no, I don't see, think like, so. They're going to run out of gas. They're going to run out of gas. Yeah. Uh, but just you can't underestimate the Orioles now because they are a better team than the Angels, <laughs> for instance, as just a random example. Well, and then they're the a better Sox, team than a lot of the the, uh, the American League teams at the bottom. So yeah. Um, okay. Um, well, let me let me go with the Sergio Romo. Uh, we're talking about more roster moves. They DFA'd Sergio Romo, and then they uh, acquired Foster Griffin from the Royals uh, in exchange for Jonathan Bernal, and they optioned Griffin to Buffalo. So, so just just some some moving pieces as far as um, the uh, the the bullpen goes. So so that was a quick um, hello and goodbye to Sergio Romo. Um, but you know, again, evidence that, uh, they need some, uh, reinforcements, uh, they, they can't just keep on getting these, these, uh, you know, like pitchers from Pittsburgh and, and, and Kansas city, you know, like they, they, and, and, and in, in Romo's case, like he was DFA'd from Seattle. Like they, they, they have, they can't get scrap heap pitchers and hope for, hope for that they're going to make a, a, a difference. They have to get some, some, some strong. Well, it's, it, it, to me, it looks more like they're just trying to get some pitchers to fill time before they make a an actual move closer to the trade deadline. Yeah, like, like I said last week, we're going to see more teams discover that they're not actually in the playoff race, so more more players will be available closer to the deadline, which is about a week and a half away, I think. Um, yeah, I guess you're right, because that's the end of July, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, no, um, at the beginning of August, August 2nd. August, August 2nd. Well, that's that's... At the end of July, beginning of August, that's not okay. that's not too far off. All right. <laughs> uh, okay, where do you want to go next here? And then, and then, um, fi- just final Jays uh, note. We'll we'll end this off on a, on a bit of a more positive note. Uh, the Jays Care Fo- Foundation recently opened uh, Roy Halliday Field in Scarborough. Oh, yeah. So I think it was one of those. Um, what are they called? Um, like Miracle League fi- fields? I want to say or. Yeah, I'm, I'm not like not field of dreams, but something along those lines. Yeah. Yeah. But, it, you know, like so. So it's just, you know, like, um, you know, uh, giving kids a, a chance to play baseball that normally wouldn't get the chance to play. So that's that's great that uh, they, they named this uh, field after Roy Halliday. And he has uh, and I think his his uh, wife and one of his sons was there to op- open the field as well. So that was nice. Yeah. So that, that's uh, that's pretty cool. 
Um, yeah. Okay. Um, do you want to go to? So this is this is. Uh, you had an idea here related to the All Star Game, but there's also a couple other news items. I don't know where you. Let's let's to go. let's finish off on the news and 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 then we'll go into our home run derby draft. Um, you you sent this note to me, I think, as well. Oh yeah. Uh, Juan Soto turned down a 15-year, $440 million extension from, from the Nationals. So the question now is, do we think Juan Soto will get traded before the trade deadline? Uh, before the trade deadline? I doubt it. Um, but I think the what I sent you, they said that the Nationals are actively seeking to trade him. Um, yeah. I initially said that I initially didn't think that they were going to trade him. But from all the reports that I'm seeing... Uh, it looks like the, 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 a trade is, I don't know how soon it's going to be, but a trade will be happening in the future. Um, just because, um, you know, these are negotiations as well, like 15 years and $40 million sounds like a lot of money, but he could, you know, like that, that averages, I think a little under 30 million a year. I think he's more of a $40 million a year kind of player. He's, he's that good potentially. Um, so he's, he's, even with that extension, he'd be leaving a lot of money on, on the table, I would say. And so, and so it would make sense that he would want to, you know, uh, be traded to someone who could be more willing to, to, well, like, I, I guess he has three years left of service time on his current contract. So, um, whoever is, 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 uh, paying him will be getting a bargain because I think he only makes right now $17 million a year. Ah, okay. Well, I, I think, uh, I think it'll be a deadline deal because I bet, my thoughts is that Washington will just try and get the uh, uh, the best deal possible and, and get as much as they can and try and drum up uh, uh, multiple bidders, so to speak. Those sort of deals don't usually happen until until like the off season, though. So I, I I'm going to counter that and say this is going to happen in the off season. I don't think it will be a deadline deal. Um, that being said, you know, like if a play, if a team gets him now, they will have to be pay, sending a lot of players. Uh, Washington's way because they will be getting Soto for for I think maybe it was Ken Rosenthal mentioned this three uh, playoff runs uh, three three you know two and a half seasons worth of, of, of Juan Soto <laughs> is a lot of a lot of production and a very valuable hitter in your lineup so you're gonna have to give up a lot so like you see probably my my prediction right now is that he's gonna be a Dodger that's my that's my my <laughs> prediction I don't know when right. but he will be a Dodger because Dodgers have the Prospect capital to uh, pay for that, and the money, I guess. Um, and okay. well, the the money is, is is secondary in this situation as far as resigning him. But they have you have to maybe they maybe they will have to like, take take a bad contract uh, uh, from from the Nationals as well. That could be a factor. So maybe yeah, maybe you're right. Money is a factor. All right, what else we got? Well, um, I'm worried that we're going to see um, a shift implemented and meant in. Uh, next year in, in Major League Baseball because we're hearing a lot of rumblings about uh, Major League Baseball experimenting with uh, infield shift limitations and they've introduced a new one in the Florida State League where they they call it uh, uh, oh I forget what they're calling it but it's basically like a, a picture the infield diamond and then picture kind of a an X oh a pie oh, it's like a pie shape and uh, going out into the outfield sort of a a neutral zone where the players aren't allowed to 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 shift into uh before the play starts or whatever so they're just another they're just experimenting experimenting more with with uh limiting the infield shift which i think is 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 not a good idea and i'm worried that we're going to see a shift implemented in baseball as early as next year hmm. i don't know i i guess it depends on uh on how effective it is in uh in the minor leagues i don't know well, no. It's, well, yeah. I guess that's that's kind of they're experimenting with it and everything. But um, the only the only shift that I would support is maybe taking the four man outfield out of out of uh, play there. Um, but you know, in general, I would not want to see any any elimination of shifts because it's a strategy. And I've said it a million times. They're 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 treating the symptom instead of the the, the actual <laughs> problem. Okay. Um, well, let's go to this uh, this. Home run derby draft. This was your idea, so I think you're yeah. going to have to explain this a little bit. Uh, I didn't ask you for any other details when you proposed it, so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you s- take it away and uh, and explain what we're doing here. Well, kind of similar idea when we were picking our B team last year or last last earlier in the year. I mean, um, where we just kind of uh, there there are um, 
16 players, I guess, um, scheduled to be uh, in the in the home run derby uh, this this year. And so we're each going to kind of pick a player, and uh, whoever uh, ends up whoever's player ends up being successful owns bragging rights. I'm not going to make any any actual <laughs> wagers because because uh, that would be silly. Uh, but uh, yeah, so we so we're each just going to kind of go and and pick a player uh, one by one, and 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 uh, yeah. So so I'll get, I guess I'll start off by saying the 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 rankings and the brackets. So um, going going uh, from top ranked player to, to least we have Cal Schwarber in the in the top ranked spot which is interesting uh, Pete Alonzo the defending home run two-time uh, home run derby champ is number two number three also very interesting that he's number three is Kyle Seeger uh, number four uh, who we were just speaking about uh, Juan Soto uh, five is Jose Ramirez uh, out of Cleveland uh, six is a player that the Blue Jays just saw rookie Julio Rodriguez seven uh, an exciting player I'm surprised he's he's uh, ranked this low is Ronald Acuna Jr. and number eight. Uh, this is this will be very interesting to see. Um, Albert Pujols uh, is is in the number eight spot. I, I assume that he's there because it's his last season. But uh, yeah, I think he wanted to to, to to participate in it, and that's 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 great. Okay, so um, how why many, don't you pick first? Well, how many players are we are we picking? Uh, eight. We're gonna pick eight players. Yeah. Okay. And I'll I'll write down who, whose name gets gets who as 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 we pick them. You're writing so, it down. Okay, good because uh, I'll put I it don't... in the notes here. Okay, um, I am going to pick. Uh, I'll go with Jose Ramirez. Jose Ramirez, very first interesting. Pick. All right, so your name is down for Jose Ramirez. Now my first pick is going to be. Um, I'm going to go now. I sent you this document. I don't uh, article. I don't know if you actually read it or not. Um, I skimmed it. You skimmed it. But the the key thing was there was a little uh, um, uh, uh, table that gave, gave the 22, 20, 2022's fastest average swing swing speeds, um, and top of the list was Julio Rodriguez for the Mariners. So I think his bat speed um, will help him hit some home runs, and also um, he'll he'll be, because it's a timed event. Um, he will um, be able to have more swings uh, because of his his increased bat speed. Um, so I'm going to go with Julio Rodriguez as my first pick. I see. Um, okay. Um, my next one, I'm going to go with uh, Acuna Jr. Okay. That's a good pick. All right. There we go. He's an exciting player to watch. I, and uh, I, I don't have a lot of reasoning behind my picks, by the way. I'm, I'm, uh, I, I don't know what the current home run stats are, uh, and I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm just picking based on, uh, on gut feeling. Okay. Um, well, um, I'm going to follow the data. Another player on this table, uh, the only other player on this table that I was looking at who, uh, for bat speed, um, is the defending uh, home run derby champ, Pete Alonzo. So I'm going to go with Pete Alonzo as my next pick because he has that uh, elite bat speed as well. All right. Um, I, I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to say... I'll go with the underdog in this one, in, in my opinion. I'll go with Albert Pujols. Okay. All right. Well, um He's facing off against one of the hottest home run hitters in the league right now in Kyle Schwarber. So I will pick Kyle Schwarber. Um, so we've got two players left now, Kyle Seeger and and Juan Soto. Uh, so who are you going to pick? Well, I, I'm going to stick you with, uh, with uh, the – I guess I, I'm going to pick Juan Soto. So I'm going to stick you with Kyle Seeger, which I, okay, I don't I've got think... the team of Kyle's. Yeah, I I don't think that uh, Seager is going to do too well. It's just what I think. So okay, well, well, we're guaranteed of having a player advance in at least one round, according to this. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we'll we'll post this in the show notes as well, just so people uh, are following along. And um, I've I've got, forgot to mention, um, you know, tweet at us who you think is going to win the. Um, the home run derby, and also we were talking about this earlier. Who do you tweet at us? Like, let us know who do you think would be your pick for um, uh, which Blue Jay would represent the All Star team. Um, so yeah, engage with us. Follow, <laughs> not just follow us. Engage with us. Jays from home at Jays from home. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, 
I guess we'll look ahead for the Blue Jays. Um, we mentioned the draft is tonight. Um, All-Star break. So we've got the Home Run Derby. We're releasing on this Monday. on Monday. So that's tonight when you're listening. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm, I gotta be honest. I'm probably going to watch neither the home run derby or the, or the all-star game. Well, we'll oh, see it'll about be the, fun. It'll be fun. We'll see about the all-star game. I mean, uh, I don't have any softball this week or I might, might have softball this week anyways. Um, and then on Friday they're on the road. Are they not? Um, yeah, they're in Boston. Yeah. So I feel like it's been forever since they've played Boston, so it'd be interesting to see how they do against the Red Sox now. Yeah, Boston was a different team the last time they they faced off against each other. Um, They were just kind of starting to get hot, and now now they're kind of on equal footing as far as the uh, wildcard race goes, I would say. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it'll be a, I think it'll be a fairly quiet week, I guess, uh, going into into next week. Well, Well, Thursday will be quiet. Yeah. (laughs) Wednesday and Thursday, yeah. So let's check in with the Minnesota Twins. I actually haven't uh, done too much looking in on them, but uh, they've uh, they've got a pretty solid record. Still, looks like fifty and forty three. Are they still first in the AL Central? They're still first. Cleveland is the the Guardians are 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 in second spot and are are still uh, keeping strong uh, pace. I, I wonder if the next manager fired is going to be Tony Larusa, because because they, they the White Sox have definitely been underperforming uh, so far in the first half. But yeah, they are fifty and forty three. Um, they split a two game series earlier in the week with the Brewers and lost two out of three. Speaking of those White Sox against Chicago, and they will be uh, in Detroit on Friday. Okay, well maybe the the Twins will benefit from uh, from the All Star break and they can. They can refresh and and get back to their winning ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, okay, um, and let's check in with the Ottawa Titans. There's actually quite a bit of news. For, they have some all star news as well. Yeah, the, I guess is there all star break also this week? It might be. It might be. Yeah. So they have uh, five players named to the East Division All Star team. So that includes Jake Sanford, AJ Wright, Zach Westcott, Kevin Escorial. And, yep, uh, and Evan Grills, um, who is also named Pitcher of the Week. Um, Grills has actually been, I think, their best pitcher overall. Um, this weekend, they've been playing against the Quebec Capitale, so it's like the That's top right. two teams facing off. I don't think they've won a game yet against Quebec. Mm. I think they lost the first two games so far. I see. But, uh, um, I, overall, I just I just think that it's it's been a very successful season for Ottawa. I mean, I for an expansion team, I wouldn't have expected them to win very many games, but they've they've done very well. More so than the Empire State Grays, at the very least. Uh, yes, they actually lost to the Empire State. Grays. I know, I know, I know. Um, yeah, no, but it's 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 great to be able to to watch fun baseball, and winning baseball is usually fun baseball, so that's good. Um, I was <laughs> yes. at the uh, the the game last Sunday or this past Sunday. Uh, Krista's work had like a a, a baseball uh, afternoon get together, so we we went, took the kids. Um, and Leo, uh, had a, had a milestone. He had popcorn for the first time. Mm. Uh, so that see, he really loved his popcorn and he ate an entire coffee crisp bar, which I'm not <laughs> sure if that was in hindsight, a good idea. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's <laughs> taking kids to a baseball game, uh, when, when they're <laughs> a preschooler and a toddler means that you don't get to watch a ton of baseball. Like I've been to, I think three games so far and I don't think that I've watched a full nine innings if you ever <laughs> had all three together. <laughs> So yeah, no, it's 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 nice that uh, it is it is fun to uh, to to kind of just be outside and, and see the baseball. <laughs> um, it's almost like oh, we came to the stadium and there's a baseball game, and all the kids get to run around and press buttons and they have fun. So that's good. Well, you um, you mentioned that you've been to three games. Did you notice some improvements uh, from this game to the last one you went to in terms of um, the customer experience, I the did, fan experience? Well, yeah. Um, they have a new app, I guess, that they – I didn't use it, but I guess they have an app that you can kind of deliver um, – you have food kind of pre-ordered. So that's good. Yeah, and, I saw that. Um, they seem to have um, – you know, the lineups are, are, are better, but that's just a factor of just, you know, like uh, they, they have more staff and they're more prepared for everything. Um, I got to eat – oh, here's some, something I've, I, I've totally forgot to mention. I had a veggie dog uh, 
for lunch when I went to the baseball game. So that was that was nice to be able to go and enjoy a veggie dog at a baseball game. That's just you know classic <laughs> classic baseball. Which um, the last time I had a veggie dog at a baseball game was in in Chicago. Uh, so so and and uh, for for whatever reason when the champions were in town they did not have any veggie veggie dog uh, vendors available. Yeah, I think unfortunately the the champions were um, they did uh, not the bare minimum but uh, pretty close. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, you know, um, I think, I think in general, like I can't speak for the, um, on field product because I can't, again, I've only not even seen a game amongst the three that I've been to, but as far as the, you know, concessions and, and, you know, food options available, it's, 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 it's great. It's, 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 uh, you know, everything's local. Um, uh, it's, 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 you know, the, 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 it's good beer, uh, you know, like you, you don't have to wait in any lineups anymore, really. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, there's nothing, nothing at all to, to wrong with, with how they're presenting all the food and everything. It's doing a good job. That's good. Yeah. I, that's what I noticed the last time I went to a game. It's just that everything seems to be getting incrementally better in terms of, uh, in terms of the fan experience. So they're, I think they're, they're learning from, earlier in the season and getting better. So I I can only imagine that next season they'll have even more stuff uh, in store for the fans. Um, This is something you sent to me, and I hadn't heard of this. I'm surprised that I hadn't seen this already. But uh, the Frontier League had the first female umpire. Uh, Is this in baseball in general or... Uh, I'm in professional not baseball sure. or I haven't I haven't I haven't heard of that before in professional baseball but yeah um on Friday Tanya Millette worked a Frontier League game and I think it was um a Canadian team was involved in this as well the Quebec Capital beat the uh Boulders uh the New York Boulders on on Friday so they had a, a female umpire I think she worked from this picture it looks like she worked the uh, uh first base uh side there so so that yeah just history uh, is made i i have never I, I didn't get the chance to see any any video of it i just see that picture there but uh i don't think that we've seen a female umpire before and Very i don't cool. see why that can't happen more in the future uh nothing wrong nothing not, nothing at all a woman can't do that a, that a man or a, uh, yeah <laughs> maybe maybe uh um if if uh, if we can't get robot umpires maybe uh some female umpires might have a better perspective behind the plate compared to what we get in the in the major leagues right now or just a different perspective is 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 definitely welcomed um yeah so that's 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 some some frontier league uh history being made right there all right well why don't we end off with uh, our personal stuff okay uh you want to start okay um i all of my my three items are are Quite related, I would say, but mm-hmm. my I'll start with my strikeout is that uh, uh, tested positive for COVID last Sunday, um, and uh, I, it was very mild, uh, and I've not a not, hasn't been too bad to deal with, like just you know cold symptoms and very tired overall. But yeah. uh, um, I'm at the tail end of it; still haven't tested negative yet. I'm hoping that happens soon, but. Uh, uh, it was bound to happen. It just uh, sucks that uh, that it did. But uh, that's that's my strikeout. Yeah, I, I, I would have thought you made a, a trip to Toronto last week. I would have thought maybe you got it in Toronto, but it turns out maybe you got it from another spot. But that's that's yeah. yeah COVID, is, COVID is 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 not fun to deal with. Um, yeah, luckily when I assumed that I got it, my my symptoms were were, were incredibly mild. Uh, but yeah, so it's good that you're, 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 you're healing. And like I said before, with your wedding coming up, it's good that you're kind of building up some resistance <laughs> to it, uh, in, in advance. See, I, ironically, we were going to go for our, uh, second booster shot this past week, but, um, now it's second? been, yeah, cause we've the fourth. So oh, booster. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm, yeah, sorry. Um, but now they recommend if you've had COVID wait another three months before you get another shot. So that's, that's not going to happen anytime soon. Yeah. Well, you know what? Um, speaking of COVID, I'll add a little, um, it wasn't in my, my list here, but it was recently announced that the Moderna uh, vaccine is, is being opened to uh, six month to five year olds. So that means that my kids can get finally, finally, finally that. Oh, yeah, there you go. Um, haven't heard when that's going to get rolled out yet. I think that we'll probably, probably by the time fall. we get back from our, our vacation, uh, you know, we'll have more information on that. So that's good. Uh, my strikeout is the uh, Czech engine light. 
we are going away on vacation next week and the check engine light came on in the in the car <laughs> so we have to get that checked out before we drive uh to the maritimes 15 hours in the car we want to make sure that we're going to get there and we'll be able to get back so that is uh an annoyance for sure well yeah that's that's the the, the check engine light uh, unfortunately can be any number of problems uh from minor to major and and most of the time it's it's something minor uh, um, have you tried uh, making sure your fuel cap is on tight? That was the first thing that I did. <laughs> yes, uh, and, and and I also tried unplugging it and plugging it back in, and it didn't work because it's, it's not electric. So maybe that <laughs> that's why. Um, okay. Well, my no decision this week. Um, I I put down also COVID. Um, it's uh, because there was no softball for us this week that we didn't play softball, but they were all late games. And uh, late games, we tend to be very tired after the next day. So, like, I'm talking, we they're like 9.30 games. Uh, t- last Tuesday would have been a doubleheader and then another late game on Wednesday. So, um, I, it, was, it was a little nice to have a break from playing late-night softball games. Although, it w- we did miss playing softball. Yeah, no, it's nice to be able to kind of just do nothing, and that's that. You're, that's that's the only option is just to do nothing. Um, yeah. Um, so, like I said, uh, my no decision. Uh, I said before we're going on a road trip. My do- no decision is a road trip because I really don't know what to expect. You know, like road trips used to be kind of fun because you know, like you can you know just listen to podcasts or music for for however long you're going on a road trip. But um, we have the um, added factors of children in the car uh for i think up to 15 hours worth of driving so who knows how that's gonna go we'll we'll, we'll find out uh but uh we we're leaning into it we're we're we're, we're going and that's going to be very um a very interesting experience maybe maybe when i come back my strikeout will will be road trips i don't know <laughs> <laughs> well just just remember back to when we were in the car and uh there was there was three of us packed in in the back seat with uh, mom right. and dad, so it it you only have to deal with two in the back seat, so maybe that'll be a little bit better for you. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, we'll we'll see because these. Well, you know, we we were um, when we were packed into the car, we had a little bit more room. We we had you know minivans and stuff, but we were definitely did not equal the um, the vocal. Uh, volume potential of 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 Leo and Bo, so 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 we'll have to see. I you know I I'm, I'm thinking more of like when we had the station wagon, like it was the three of us in the seat, like we didn't. But the only reason we had actual room is because we weren't in car seats or anything. That's right. That's, <laughs> that's right. Back, and that, you know, very different rules back then. Exactly. I remember driving through some American states where like they would like have like road signs that saying, "Oh, seatbelts now optional." <laughs> oh yeah, that's so, right. Yeah. Um, um, anyways. Um, well, my home run, um, once again, is COVID-related. It's the things that I did because of the COVID isolation. Um, well, obviously, I mentioned I watched a lot more Blue Jays games than than I would have normally. Um, Monday night, we watched the movie Hustle. On uh, that's an Adam Sandler Netflix movie. Oh, okay. Uh, it's it's where he's it's a basketball movie. It's a pretty good movie. I, th- I recommend. Oh, was that, that the one where he's a scout? I yeah. Think. Yeah, okay. and uh, it, it's pretty good. Um, and then uh, Friday, technically Friday, I was still in isolation, but I went for a nice bike ride because I was feeling pretty good, and uh, and I felt like I could get out for a bike ride. So I ended up going down the, uh, the Ottawa River pathway and biked all the way down to uh, to 50 Sussex, which is the Royal Canadian Geographical Society. And then I biked back home, so that was a good bike ride. And then I've I've gotten some reading in this week. I've I I tried starting to read Catch Twenty Two because that's been on my like I've list. I've tried reading that one. I've yeah. been able to get through it. I honestly I didn't get past the first chapter, so I'm I'm not going to read it. Uh, but I I've moved on to another book that I had on my reading list. Um, it's not a very so far. It's it's definitely not a good book, um, but it's like you know airport novel type of thing. It's uh, James Rollins, The Last Odyssey. I remember years ago I read uh, some stuff by this author, uh, and I just wanted to see. This is his latest book, and I wanted to see what it was like uh, after, um, you know, 
the I don't remember the last time I the read first, his the book. The first Odyssey was that the book before it? No, no, no. <laughs> but uh, it's I can tell you right now it's it's not a very good book. But it's 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 a page turner, anyways. Well, that's good. At least if, if if it encourages you to turn pages, then it's at least must be somewhat of an entertaining read. Speaking of of page turners, um, I didn't mention this before, but I, I started a, a new uh, baseball read uh, earlier this week. Uh, it's the uh, the Ricky Henderson uh, biography by Howard Bryant. So that was it's it's, it's actually quite good so far. Very very interesting uh, read uh, for sure. Um, and it's funny you mentioned COVID productivity. Um, I wonder if that's going to be like a, a thing that people uh, can talk about because um, I remember when, when we had COVID, I actually built a, uh, a, a kind of a sh- cabinet for Krista's uh, <laughs> uh, art stuff. So so that was that. So um, I wonder if that's going to be like the new hashtag is, is COVID productivity because <laughs> we're stuck inside. We have to do something. Maybe. Build IQ the only thing is that I still had to – I was still able to work. So uh, I I spent my days working uh, I just wasn't able to go into the office. That's all. Yeah. So you you were definitely productive for sure. Um, so um, last week, uh, everybody remembers the uh, the Rogers outage, um, the internet outage, and it actually um, and I mentioned it briefly on the on the last week's episode. Um, it it there's a positive. Uh, the kids weren't able to watch YouTube, which <laughs> I, I I really dislike watching YouTube because, you know, first of all, like the, the videos are annoying. And second of all, like if you put it on autoplay, like the, the algorithm picks uh, uh, shows for them to watch instead of you. And then they just get like sucked into it. Um, but but since since the Internet outage, we have, I've kept them away from YouTube. Um, this is my home run. They, they've not been able to watch YouTube in, in over a week. And this is just a positive. <laughs> you just got to keep it, convincing them that the internet is down and just, just, well, we, just we can't, we can't watch YouTube. The internet's still not working. It's not available. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's, 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 um, that's, that's been the positive, uh, from this, this, uh, internet outage is that, is that, uh, YouTube has been removed from the options of, of uh, from the viewing options because it's just YouTube is, is just terrible to, 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 to watch when they, especially when they get sucked in like that. And, and, and like, you'll never know this because, because like you, you're not in the room when they're watching these songs, but it's just the most annoying things to, to wa- watch through over and over and over and over again. It's just, it's just terrible. It's just terrible. But we got, we got through it. YouTube is off the table. That's my home run. All right. Well, I'm not, I, I, I think that's probably good because, uh, I mean, I, I'm not a big YouTube watcher except uh, every now and then, but uh, I definitely think that... Uh, um, I don't think you watch the same thing they watch. No, no, generally not, no. But uh, n- never a bad thing to, to get them to stop watching things on the internet, I, I would say. For sure, for sure. Now, now we, we've kind of not really talked about this yet, but next weekend... I think we're both away, so I think I think uh, we might have to take an all star break ourselves next weekend. Oh yeah, podcast. that's right, eh? Um, okay, well we'll we'll, we'll sort it out. Um, I think uh, I think yeah, an all star break probably makes sense. It's it's going to be a fairly quiet week. We can revisit our our home run home run draft when we come back. Okay, well maybe maybe we can just. Uh, tweet about it on monday or something and, and see see but yeah we'll, we'll post the, the, the home run draft picks on our twitter page as well just so that people are are following along with us and uh yeah like i said uh drop us a line on twitter tell us who you're following in the home run uh, derby and 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 who you would keep as a blue jay uh, or who you would pick as the blue jay all-star representative uh so yeah i guess we will see you probably in a, in a fortnight <laughs> all right bye-bye bye-bye, bye-bye.